Well, well, well. If it isn't the product of my own decisions once again, limping through the graveyard dust to throw me into the present. Oh, is this about the delay? This time it's my fault. <laughs> Everyone gets a turn. Everyone gets a turn. <laughs> we share here on Weeboo Hell. You know, we try. I wish I could say that it was some kind of negligence because that is very human and acceptable, but no, it's just I shouldn't date things. <laughs> I should not be involved in the breeding process. That's not something that you should be allowed to do. Not for, like, Weinstein reasons, more like Homer Simpson reasons. <laughs> Maybe Johnny Bravo would be the most accurate. I think Johnny Bravo sounds... Yeah, yeah, I, I think that is probably the most apt right there. I stopped being very focused. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Fuck you, Sam. <laughs> Fuck you. <That's>, <laughs> it's not that you stop being focused. <laughs> you are very focused. Listen, listen, chlamydia isn't going to find itself, okay? <laughs> they, we have worked very hard to eliminate it in the 21st century, and I need to go work hard and fast. To bring that trophy home. It's all about who's willing to grind harder. And with more people. I don't have to answer that. So, we read up to chapter 350 in Naruto. That is correct. And I gotta say, I most enjoyed this batch with one or two very strange exceptions that I guess we'll get to in our manual. I would say very large, strange exceptions. Yeah, yeah, very large, strange exceptions, but uh, we've been relatively linear to this point, so I guess we need to start with the introduction of Psy. He is first, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Psy <sighs> is the opposite of a lot of Naruto characters in that where he goes is better than where he starts. Yeah, because he doesn't really start in the most interesting place. He He starts with... For a major character, he starts with the most combat grass whistling <laughs> power set, uh, which is not just a great place to begin. Like, I know that he does have an okay character journey over the course of the series, but at the outset, he is... He's from Double Ninja Camp. Oh, yeah, we should talk about Double Ninja Camp. Because right, so, they kind of just gloss over it after a bit. I know they come back to it once Danzo becomes a larger, more important antagonist, but it... Double Ninja Camp is the strangest constructed Naruto. Not the most over-the-top, not the worst, but definitely the strangest. Did we talk about this because last time? How, like... We might have. Well, the concept of Anbu Black Ops. Yeah. And, and just... A and B who are thrown in as... The fucking oh it's Anbu not Anbu whatever the fuck mask I boys. remember in the dub it was called Anbu. So Anbu right are Kanoha Black Ops like secretive operatives. Does he know what a Black ninja, Op is? Does he know what a Black ninjas. Op is? And then they have a subgroup called Root, who are more secretive and violent than Anbu. But people seem to know about them. Ninja <laughs> Ninja. Also, yes, that's the other thing. People just know who they are, what they're up to. Oh, yeah, you're Sai from Root. <laughs> Thanks, fucknuts. Yada yada, he doesn't have a real name, yada yada, don't have emotional attachments or... Oh, God. What have you. The 
recursive, recursive ninja thing will never stop being funny he to sound, me. He sounds like the D&D character that people stop making after they turn 17 or so. I think if you made a ninja campaign, you might end up with two PCs who are something like Psy, and they're competing for that space. God, I hope not. I hope the people that I roll with are... Oh, God. That's taggy. I hope the people that I play tabletop games with have... Oh, you just ran away from that pun, huh? Because it's like... Did it hurt you? It's corny. (laughs) It's real fun. Like, corny and tacky. That's right, everyone. Sam is afraid of being called goofy on Twitter. I have... (laughs) Now that it stops you from arguing with people on our fucking Instagram page. I have fun. (laughs) You do have fun. It's fun. It's fun doing that. I'm glad you have a hobby. Fun fact, evidently I've been mispronouncing you chi <laughs> I'm just going to say it like that from now on. Just to fuck with you people. Mank Yeko. So, you know, the you chi Mank Yeko. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what you want from me in our bulk translation of Naruto here. But, but yeah, Sai comes in. Sai comes in. Sai is, like, not interesting at this point and, like, doesn't bear discussion. It's really just the fucking... Okay, so if Black Hop, right, is a... <laughs> is something that an agency in the government does illegally, unbeknownst to anyone outside of it, usually not within the borders of its own country. So are you saying that there's not a building in town that people can point to next to the police station and say... That's where the secret police are. If you were calling something a black op, it is no longer a black op. Well, it might have been a black op at some point or another, but nothing is ever designated a black op in day-to-day language. Like, there's... Special ops. That's that's a thing. Covert ops, sure. But a black op is... Once you observe the cat in the box, it's not the experiment anymore. It's um, it's like uh, like COINTELPRO or MK Ultra. Those were black ops. We were not and supposed oh, to know about that. What fun operations they were! <laughs> I think MK Ultra was more of a black op because I'm pretty sure that the president at the time, or the series of presidents at the time, did not know that the CIA was just dropping every single fucking day. It's really an American tradition that every 20 years, a CIA representative will drop off a little envelope in the president's office and try to leave the room as quickly as humanly possible (laughs) before that envelope is opened and two Secret Service agents grab him by the arms and the president says, work him over a bit. I want to send a message this time. (laughs) I need them to remember who's in charge. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah you wouldn't have a lot of saying i am the black ops guy this is also when um the danzo character is introduced right right around now yeah danzo's thrown in as angry old man who's he's got this vague track of being from a more militaristic faction is my understanding of it something like that he's he's of a character archetype that i've never really liked which is here's a bunch of dudes who kick ass and here's a dude who can no longer kick ass but he's scheming and everyone knows he's scheming and apparently he's just 
able to keep scheming. <laughs> Just no one does something about no this. One, no one's thought to do something about him and his obvious scheming. If I could break sequence. Sure. Something I do not get. Maybe they'll pull a I know that you know that I know later. But they find out that Sai is from this plan. Mm-hmm. Sai reveals who's making this plan. Yeah. They go back home. And they just fucking drop it. It's forgotten about. Like like the last thing in the news cycle. It's fucking it's fucking incredible. Like they just say we went to Orochimaru's house, we're back. We don't have to wear masks anymore. <laughs> don't worry about getting a shot, it's fine now. God fucking Meanwhile Danzo's cooking up new variants in Fuck the kitchen. Fuck you, Adams. Fuck you, Adams. <laughs> I hate you. We all know how Denard feels about Adams. I almost feel like I'm repeating myself. I've entered this really smarmy told you so phase when it comes to Eric, I need to pull out of it. He's leaving office in handcuffs. <laughs> I don't fucking doubt it. Alright, so yeah, the Danzo character fucking annoys me. At this point, I am neutral to it. I find the lack of confrontation and escalation strange, and, you know, obviously we can pick up the plot point later, but it's just... Yeah, it's right now, because he, he leaves pretty soon after. Or like, he's not seen for the rest of these 70 chapters after uh, Sai is introduced. Not really. But it just feels very strange in terms of human consequence. Yeah, well... I mean, I suppose, like, it's... Good on Quiche for kind of creating a different antagonist. Mm-hmm. So we got a bit more of uh, time skip redesigns. I know that's one of your favorite little things. Oh, I was going to talk about Yamato. Okay, fine. Into the new flesh. Yeah, he's he's there. Yamato. He, he's you know he's a ninja. He's he's from the Leaf Village. I don't know if he was worried that he had put too many people in, like fucking. Gara, who just don't blend in in any room on Earth. He's a Jonin. He wears some headgear, like I'm... sparring headgear. It's a bad habit in Boruto. I don't know if it becomes more of a thing in Naruto, but I was never a fan of whenever someone's character design was just the fucking Chunin uniform and a haircut. Like you know, you know what I mean? Those guys who are just a best... decent amount of that in this arc too. Yeah, yeah, and. I guess Yamato's supposed to be sort of a subdued guy, or maybe he just didn't want to repeat the Kakashi thing, but I don't know if it's a bad idea to avoid repeating the thing of making someone cool that fans like. I think, as it stands with Yamato, the best comparison I can come up with is the, um, that Lego guy. The just, Lego like, guy. just like the regular ass <laughs> Lego guy. Oh, so he's the regular ass Kanoha ninja. He's got cells from the first Hokage because every now and again, Kish just sort of says, I'm just going to just put a finger in the little biopunk. Oh, yeah. There. And as, as we learn like, later on, the curse mark is biopunk, too. That's actually kind of fun. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. It. Kind of makes me wonder why it's treated as semiotically evil when it appears to be more like just these shooting up of anabolic steroids. Like, they're not the power of darkness. They're just cells from this guy's ass. (laughs) 
the name Curse Mark and the semi-autos, it, it says like, all oh, the powers of hell are being recently no, 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 he's just, he's just roiding up. He's just shooting. The problem with the Curse Mark is that when one ninja starts using the Curse Mark, it gets way better. Then suddenly all the other ninjas have to start using the Curse Mark to get, like, to, to be able to remain competitive, right? Because, you know, like, <laughs> they, like, it's a competitive market out there. They've got to get paid, right? And, like, suddenly all of the ninjas have to get hauled before the Senate to testify on the use of the Curse Mark. So, th- would this make Mr. Popular a Sasuke R. Barry Bonds in the local circuit? I, yes. Yes. <laughs> like, someone just leaned entirely Or up. Mark McGuire. <laughs> Mark McGuire, it was a little bit more noticeable. Well, no, it was pretty noticeable on Barry Bonds, but Mark Dude. McGuire was... Oh, man, did you see that guy? Barry Bonds looked like a fucking Goron from Zelda <laughs> halfway through his fucking run. Did you see that, Dude. I'm going to show you a couple before and after photos of Mark McGuire at one point. I don't know how else to characterize it, but he looks like they stuffed one Mark McGuire into a second Mark McGuire. (laughs) That's how uh, Orochimaru evidently travels around. It's kind of funny. In these 70 pages, I kind of warmed up to his existence and sort of used as a character. Yeah. The thing... I guess they go right into a fight with Orochimaru after introducing Yamato and all that, so we're yeah. still in sequence. There are two things I just like about him. Mm-hmm. He breaks the usual just shown an escalation pattern by just being Satan level from the get-go and... Yeah, I think it's... I mean, everything about Shonen is a reaction to Dragon Ball Z. So you either want to do what Dragon Ball Z did or you want to do the opposite of what Dragon Ball Z did. Yeah, and I guess... Him just floating around, pub-stomping kids in the level 5 zone. It makes it feel more like an ecosystem, yeah. I guess. A little bit, and yeah, it's... I applaud the effort to do so. And the other thing I like is that I just really warmed up to him just doing random gross shit in fights. I just like that semiotic. <laughs> <laughs> he just vomits out another him, and I... Yeah, I'm here for that. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's a good gimmick. It's I... like a documentary about roaches. It's a good gimmick, and here's, like, the interesting thing. Here's here's the thing that I find works, and I guess we move into... Well, this is not spoiler territory, because this thing has been out for God knows how long, but I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself in terms of the sequencing of, like, the chapters in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that they actually, you know, kill him off before he wears out his welcome. And I think he was... This fucking close to wearing out his <laughs> He could count it in chapters. By the time they decide to have Sasuke kill the bastard. You know, the whole Sasuke apprenticeship thing, this might just be a me thing. I'm not even going to necessarily count it against the series. It's just something on my mind. The idea is like he, you know, comes to Rochamar to get stronger, and he is stronger when you come to him. Mm-hmm. Everyone being so in their semiotic lane or specialty or gimmick in Naruto mm-hmm. almost hurts this plot point because the shit he's learned to do has nothing to do with hanging around Orochimaru. Like he basically lifted weights and found a sword. <laughs> <laughs> there was no reason uh, yeah, to join with Snake Boy. He didn't learn that. any snake science while he was with Orochimaru. You, you think after uh, like three yeah. years or so he'd have picked something up. I think all he under- all he knows now is that the curse mark works in a certain kind of way. Like, if you held a biology textbook in front of him, he would just pose dramatically with his hand on his face and stare at it, but have no idea what the squigglies on the page mean. <laughs> yeah, so what what comes after, you know, our reintroduction to Orochimaru is our reintroduction to Sasuke. 
uh, in that, I don't want to call it iconic, but I guess sort of iconic little scene where the, what was it? The, the, uh, the place has collapsed and, you know, here's Naruto. I guess you're separating the word iconic from less a critical reaction and more a popular reaction. Yeah, I would say so. Here's, you know, like Naruto down here and there's Sasuke up there. There is something bad that happens to dialogue about and from Naruto near Sasuke. It's just... What you like were saying everything... was that whenever something matters less to the main plot, <laughs> that's when it's better. But the closer we get to the main plot, the dumber and less... I hate the term bad writing because of how YouTube-y it has become. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the the word plot hole or Mary Sue. So, you, you want to fight that? Sure. Let's get super specific with what happens. Okay. First off, Naruto always just gets completely flattened, like, thought-wise and motivation-wise, to a sort of bird that chirps the word Sasuke. Yes, uh, nuance gets removed from his character. Uh, I, like, even, so here's, here's, like, the cool thing. Even, like, before they ran into Sasuke again, uh, Mm -hmm. Naruto, the character, was interesting. He cut this great fucking promo about, you know, how, what he was gonna do to Orochimaru. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll curse him dead, I'll bite him dead. Really, really Re- did enjoy really that fantastic baby face work from Naruto's. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then, as soon as he gets to Sasuke, he stops saying interesting things. He becomes dumb, and then he gets his ass kicked. It's just like it's like he moves promotions from AEW to WWE. <laughs> Pete Dunn became a butch this week, by the way. He's Pete Dunn. He's got a dumb hat and he lost his hair. He's Pete Dunn in this company. <laughs> He's Pete Dunn He's in this not company. going to Pete go over. <laughs> well, I guess Pete Berry didn't have quite the same flow to it. <laughs> you should Pete leave. I wish him Pete luck on his future endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's got a lot of peat money saved up. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh, I guess it's worth noting there was this whole subplot about Sai's secret mission having been to assassinate Sasuke, which and then he decides supposed not to be like to or something. He like has this big face moment of I believe in Naruto, so I'm gonna believe in Sasuke. Like, no, no, you're fucking right. Before he defected from your intelligence organization. Yeah, there's this great little moment that actually almost endeared me to Sai when he starts talking about how Sasuke is actually kind of a fucking punk. <laughs> yeah, who did? <laughs> who ditched Kanoha for Snake Boy just because he had a fucking complex? And <laughs> where's the lie? Where's the lie? <laughs> where's, where's the, the motherfucking lie? <laughs> And then, you know, at the end of this arc, he's apparently turned a new leaf or something, which I don't know where he earned that because I didn't see it. I, uh, I would like he to wanted have... wanted to go up in the fan polls. I would like to have my accountant audit this particular, uh, this particular arc to see if this was in fact earned because I do not think that it was. You know, he, he had to drag him back to the light because there are just so many jokes about neurodivergence he wants to tell. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, Yikes, Aronian cheese. 
the main thrust of Sai's scene after this whole Orochimaru bit is just the wacky adventures of not being good at reading faces. <laughs> he becomes like a ninja fucking Big Bang Theory extra. Uh. What, don't you enjoy it when your family members compare you to characters from the Big Bang Theory? Let me die eventually, Morgan. Let me die eventually. <laughs> that That is a thing. We've all had to live with trauma in our lives. <laughs> we all have pain. <laughs> we all have sorrow. And I... One day, I will forgive my mother for trying to decide if I was a Leonard or a Sheldon. Brutal. <laughs> and I don't know what either of those words mean, but I know that I hate them. Oh, I'm actually looking at the notes I made for this episode now, and there's a far better expression and idea I was getting at earlier, so I just want to get to it before we move on. But um, mm-hmm. why isn't Donzo in Torchland? <laughs> hey, everyone! It I just... seems like he just got back. <laughs> I just tried. <laughs> Yeah, to just set off a tack nuke in the middle of the village. It was a little collaboration I was doing with the Mujahideen. How are you feeling? <laughs> Ain't I a stinker? But okay. Sasuke comes back. It's because he's really powerful in this village. He has a whole lot of influence. Yes, yes, he just says the word scheming and it's treated <laughs> as done. You don't have to fucking write it. He's very influential. Christ. And it's given him great power. All that influence that he has. Oh my god, just cut him. <laughs> like, if this were a Game of Thrones sort of situation, or if this were a series that was written, you know, around politics. Oh, we'd complain around... about his plot armor? No, no, it would be understandable then, is what I'm saying. Mm. If this were a series that were, you know, structured around politics and such then Danzo would be a fine character for that manga, right? But it's fucking not. This is a manga about who can kick the most ass. Who can kick the most ass. And something that the Akatsuki thing has just laid out clear is that if you kick a little more ass than anyone else around you in Naruto, you can just kick the ass of any number of people less strong than you. There's, There is no... There is. They talked about teamwork and they didn't fucking meet it. This is a fucking libertarian fantasy. I'm not literally talking about politics, but before someone flames me, I'm just saying, here, if you are the baddest dude in the room, you just own the fucking room. They went to the Sand Village White House (laughs) and kidnapped (laughs) Sand Village Joe Biden. Or, to go back to the scene we're theoretically talking about, Sasuke's little dramatic introduction, in which Keisha's leaning a little too heavily on the This Moment Matters. It's profound. Here's both of their va- faces, dialogue-free, reacting to each other. After it is a fight that is basically just Sasuke NBA-style dragging his testicles over the face of everyone present. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to have to figure out which two players that was. We need to find that photo again. Yeah, it... For those of you who are less plugged into the wonderful world of sports and or memes perhaps iconic to modern basketball fandom or just internet jokery is a series of snapshots of a slam dunk in which someone is trying to block it and instead of <laughs> succeeding 
they receive a just face full of sack. <laughs> sack scent is their new cologne after this attempt to block the basketball. <laughs> and the other man dunks. <laughs> And what a day to be that, Matt. What did Sakura do in the fight with Sasuke? Did she just get Chidori'd or something, or...? I don't remember her doing anything. That's what I was trying to think, because I... I remember he... Literally did the nothing personnel kid teleport next to Naruto. <laughs> I think Sasuke might, in fact, be why that meme exists. It's very possible. I think. I think it might be... A somewhat uh, derisive imitation of our boy. I don't think that Sakura was doing anything, or if she was, she was stymied very quickly in her efforts to do so. Yeah. Whatever it was. He sh- did the new, what, what they call it, Chidori Stream, which is a shape form of these shocky thing, which is, again, on the Kakashi skill tree. Why are you in Snake College? Wait, no, no. He got a fancy sword. He did get a fancy sword. And steroids. Is... Is Orochimaru known for fancy swords? He does have the one in his mouth. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll allow it. There was some real, um... Bad timing, by the way, on their new, um... Middle manager, uh... We're not very pro-middle management here on Weeaboo Hell. (laughs) And reasons that... Sap can point out later. But uh, Yamato, right before they're breaking into Al-Qaeda headquarters, said, hey, I'm going to steal away your demon fox thing that we've been leaning on this whole time. Are you sure? Don't worry, it's going to be fine. <laughs> do you want to wait until... You'll do great. Can I do great after? No, no, go get him. <laughs> Not going to lie, dude. I've been practicing... Don't break a leg, you got this. <laughs> Which, I'm trying to figure it out, whether it's he's going for or if I just watched too much NXT when it was good. In that, now it's in NXT when it was yeah, when NXT was good, they were super religiously dedicated to making sure that if someone you liked had to lose by a big margin, there was always some caked-in reason like an injury, or like mental stress or whatever the fuck, right? Sure. So right before he really wants for his image of. Sasuke cold stealing the hedgehog to bitch Naruto out by as much of a bad margin as possible. They seal the whole fox thing. Oh, I didn't even notice that. So I'm thinking, was that the logic or am I overthinking this? I mean, I'm sure that's the no- that is the logic that a defender of this series would use. Alright. Rephrase. Is it a bad argument? <sighs> If I have to be begrudging in my allowance of, you know, a uh, a plot point mm-hmm. or a reasoning for something, then I don't think it's a great one. I think that, and this is where my creative values go in, because I kind of always think it's, it's best not to equivocate. I don't know, if he's going to be the bad dudes of bad dudes, maybe just let him bitch him out with the fox thing in him. No, I think that would have been a worse idea. Okay, maybe I would have. Maybe I would have buried Naruto completely. I would have had to change the series name to you, Chia. Uh-huh. 
for the record, um, I will be saying that incorrectly for the rest of the series. Not as a strike against the series, but as a strike against the Instagram commenting community. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> Suck my whole dick. <laughs> Slob it down. Slob on my knob. <laughs> Go the full 3-6 Mafia Just on give it, it a really good once-over. <laughs> be a legendary porn star. <laughs> Make it disappear. <laughs> Alright. I think it's because this is a flimsy justification for something that shouldn't have even happened like but he's gotta be sweet at the expense of our main character who we're supposed to root for who's not supposed to look like a bitch right now it was not a great look it wasn't good like i I mentioned the basketball thing for a reason it's it's just it's just not sustainable it's not a sustainable thing to have done for your series for your main character, for your protagonist, who we are following, who we are supposed to think, yeah, this guy's cool. Like, he's, you know, he's come a long way. That's the other thing, right? Is that this is, you know, we're, we're coming off of a time skip here. It's not the first arc after this time skip, but, you know, like, we're, mm-hmm. coming, off, we're coming off of this time skip. And he's supposed to have, you know, developed into an even more impressive person than... To his to this point, series height of the fucking Gara thing. Yeah. In which he fought Godzilla. And won. And won. Clean. He won clean <laughs> against Godzilla. Here he finds Lightning Edge Boy again. And instead of, I don't know, summoning a big frog or something, which I guess he just forgot to do because his mouth is too agape at the size and scent of Sasuke's balls. I can't get past that basketball image. It's... It's apt. It's it's apt for so much of what happens in this latter half of the series. Once again, my notes are smarter than I am. Naruto gets Metroided. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we're gonna go find Sasuke. You don't, need, you don't need that fox in. Come on, slap. All right, cool. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck you too, Yamato. <laughs> Fuck you too, you piece of shit. You're sabotaging us right here on game day. I'll kill you. <laughs> What the fuck do you think this is? Alright. Worth noting that I find the Orochimaru-Naruto slap fight fun physically, if maybe lacking a bit of the mentality that some of these fights benefit for. Yeah, it's very... And then it blows up! Yeah, it's very that, which... Not his weak point, but doesn't necessarily play to his best strengths. Now, I would say that the best what are the best fights what are Keisha's strengths insofar as writing a fight I think he's good at basically identifying something as the tension point that needs to be overcome if someone's gonna get through this like I think about the whole spear thing and Neji just trying to not get shot correct alright I think those things said to be at least some of his better moments I think, yeah, the best fights are he has one very specific thing that he's building this set piece around, right? Yeah. It's very uh, old Jackie Chan movie. Okay, sure. And this didn't really have that. It didn't because... have that They were because they were just trying to blow each other up for the most part. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of uh, just spamming full overdrive meters in a Final Fantasy game. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, it was kind of cool, but... You lose some engagement. 
Yeah, I guess it just wasn't as grounded in the details. Which it's funny. I talk about how much he overexplains shit, which he does. Which he does, yeah. So, so maybe I'm just being, you know, an unpleasable bitch right now. Yeah, but, but my point there is, I did enjoy them smacking each other around. I think that in terms of paying off, maybe there could have been more done with the side thing. I don't know. Maybe he could have stepped in more in either fight, but nope. Or with his fucking paintbrush. I get that whether or not you like the power set. It every, does exist. Yeah, I know. It, it does exist and he should be applying it. <laughs> oh, also, I found the, the block you chose was correct. The block you chose was an incorrect thing I'm using. I should explain that because it's a podcast. Okay. Uh, yes. In the middle of Sasuke being a cool guy, K-E-W-L, <laughs> there is one bit where he's about to stab Sai and Sai does some defensive thing and Sasuke's one-liner is the block he chose is ellipses correct. I liked it because it identifies the skill level of fucking burying the guy, I guess. Unlike what happens to Naruto. Unlike what happens to Naruto, yeah. And then Yamato gets fucking bitched out too. We're not invested in Yamato, so I'm actually kind of okay with that because I don't care. But well, Yamato had just like a dozen chapters previously, I think, as I remember, kind of bitched out Naruto and then got bitched out in turn. True. But they paid off the, the block you chose was incorrect. Did you know? Little stories. Little stories. Sure, yeah. All right, I might be getting too wrapped up in this first half, so maybe we should move on to our next segment of narrative. Oh, yes, perhaps we should. <laughs> As you can tell by Sam's reaction there, it's a mixed bag. Welcome, Denard, to the wonderful world of Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before I talk about the various things that are off of this, I just want to underline. This creature before me <laughs> is a Pokemon. Is that we are, at this point, I want to say a good 280 to 350, that whole stretch where we're at, chapters into this narrative. My name is Professor Oak. Are you a boy or a girl? And one day, <laughs> Kakashi wakes up with a wild hair up his ass <laughs> and says, Yo, you ready to learn about the combat system? And both Naruto and the audience tug the calls like, I thought I knew about the combat system. No, homie. No, homie. Do you want to learn about the combat system? <laughs> and boy, are there words. And there are diagrams. And there are more words. <sighs> it is so special. I... Why? What is with the relationship between shonen and video games and the former's fucking uh, chaotic desire to be like the latter? It really feels like a failure to just recognize that there are some forms or points of engagement that work better in one format than the other and introducing your video game complete expanded rock paper scissors system to this manga to everything I know and everything we get for my money maybe I'm wrong either adds nothing to a lot of shit like just nothing to a lot of shit does just intuitive it's absolutely yeah 
Like, I didn't need you to tell me that the guy who was only spamming water tricks the whole time was using water chakra. I was kind of there mentally. It made some shit less cool, actually. <laughs> like, the idea that techniques just fizzling out against their elemental opposite or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't think that Pokemon layer adds... No, I don't to think it, it takes, also be... just takes a lot of mystique out of a lot of things. Yeah, it that makes them. So here's a question. Maybe this is unfair, right? But how does magic work in Lord of the Rings? The answer is tragic melodrama. Tragic melodrama, you know, Eru Iluvatar did some it's part of the music that makes it that's how. That's how. And that's <laughs> like that's more or less just it right there. Yeah. And it works. And it's a classic of, you know, English literature right there. And they didn't need to come up with all the various elements present that, you know, a white wizard might wield as opposed to a brown wizard or a blue wizard or a gray wizard. Hmm. It's 3 p.m. and his right hand is in the shade. His white wizard powers will be weaker now. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's unfair of me to make this comparison here. I understand. Shonen manga is very different in structure from 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 the Lord of the Rings and, you know, the sort of story that the Lord of the Rings is. I, I get the, that. The argument I'll make mm-hmm. is that we are deep into the trenches. And I know these things run long, but I don't care who you are. 280, 23-page chapters of anything. You are deep in the water. And now the system is going to kudzu growth from, like, sort of a hybrid system, I guess, between a generally soft thing with some hard elements and just putting this full hard thing in here. Though, as I was getting to earlier, then there was this sort of third column. Aside from the things that it makes dumber or that just spells out was intuitive, mm-hmm. there's also the shit that it just doesn't interact with at all. And the fact that there's stuff like that just makes you wonder why you even bothered because you haven't actually made everything a cohesive system. Oh, yeah, what element? put in... Yeah, no, Shadow Clone Jitsu. What what fucking element is that? What fucking element is Shadow Possession Jitsu? What chakra nature are puppets? <laughs> How about that? Come shit? on, come on, I want to know. What's the chakra nature of medicine? It's kind of bizarre. And the other thing, sometimes I'm a structure monkey. Mm-hmm. Call it MFA disease, whatever. Yeah. You want to throw in this whole complicated thing. Yeah. You want this whole time skip thing where Naruto grows more competent? Yeah. Why? Why is he only learning this now? He went to ninja grad school. He can't have just been doing pull-ups and watching Pornhub the whole time. I need to believe that some of this dripped into the discussion. Because this doesn't seem to be hidden information. No, it's talked about like it's the most basic shit possible. Which also, again, makes me wonder about the ten tens of the world if they're just hunched over a computer screen somewhere. <laughs> like, committed to failure. God, it's, it's talked about like it's so fucking basic. And here's here's Naruto, only learning now. And the, this is a dude that I'm supposed to take seriously. Like, and I want to. Weird. I so desperately want to. And it's weird, because in the other two subsystem thing, like, oh, Taijutsu... People, Gen- people start talking about change in nature, like it's been around forever <laughs> oh, yeah, after this. The entire Kakazu fight. It just, it just becomes part of the fucking lexicon. As we're all aware. It's also part of just the 
I don't like the post time skip version of the book dumb thing on Naruto, but every now and again he gets a funny line, mm. or he'll be asked if he's uh, if he understands something. He's like, yeah, actually no. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Oh yeah, yeah, it's funny, but I just kind of wonder if it's a little at the expense of his. Yeah, no, uh, credibility. Me- credibility, yeah, yeah. All right, you suggested that in this episode we try to just explain the change in nature system. Do you still want to tilt that windmill? When did I suggest this? That sounds like a terrible fucking <laughs> idea. <laughs> okay. You explain the change in nature system. Suffice to say, there is a five-point Pokemon Red diagram of strengths and weaknesses, and everyone is born with one. Except if you work hard, you can use two, but some people have multiple hearts, can use four, or just kick ass and can use three. One comes to wonder why they even introduced this at all. (laughs) One wonders why it couldn't have been left loose, like the fucking puppets or medicine. It's just... It's just another fucking stat to apply to people. And, like, I get... The problem of stat inflation. I'm a baseball fan, right? They will come up with a new fucking stat for players all the fucking time. Like, I'm still Mm -hmm. learning new ones today. I've been following this sport for God knows how long. Sabermetrics is the nerdiest fucking shit. Oh, yeah, what's uh, your favorite player's cleat affinity? He's got a 567 cleat affinity. Uh, That is is the cleat affinity. Damn, that's a lot of affinity. (laughs) That's a lot of affinity that... That's a lot of affinity that Mr. Jacob DeGrom has for cleats, and it's really especially impressive given that he's a pitcher. We take a technique that already exists in the Naruto land. Mm -hmm. You can apply, and this is where I sort of start to try to like swipe on the app a little more quickly because it's not a book, so I can't just do that thing I had like 10 pages. But you can apply a change in structure or a change in nature. And when you do that, it's just it's just stronger now. It's just stronger now. You know, the baseball thing is actually making me understand why someone might be drawn to this. Because I do, in fact, love sabermetrics. Oh, yeah, like, you can have a finicky little hole. You can go to the Naruto wiki and start listing everyone's chakra natures. But just... Baseball is a game. Pokemon is a game. Mm-hmm. Naruto is a narrative (laughs) and you can find emergent narratives within baseball you can find emergent narrative well not really emergent narratives in final fantasy or pokemon you pokemon yes you can absolutely find emergent narratives in uh in pokemon there's an entire way of playing the game based around emergent narratives found playing pokemon but then is a lifestyle but the narrative in naruto is one that a dude is writing you don't need to find an emergent narrative it's not necessary there should just be a narrative and you don't need all of these dumb shit stats in order to increase one's engagement with the material just make the material engaging and it's not even that it's not engaging there's fun parts of this thing lots of fun parts i mostly liked (laughs) these 70 chapters but for this bullshit yeah, this Whatever is this a thing random is- lead anchor on everything that's going on. And the two antagonists who are fun, 
that crop up in this, their gimmicks don't even use the system. Oh yeah, just not correspond to it. What's so fucking ever? Here's one guy one comes ritual in, guy, and here's limbs guy, and he's just from Naruto Heaven's Gate. <laughs> He'll use that to kill you. And the other one eats people's hearts, and I'm looking at that like, that's fun. What did this entire structure nature thing well, like, and then one of the people that kills one of them doesn't even use this shit either although that page went hard it, it did go hard that I, went real fucking hard we should probably skip while we're going over the history of the Narotian empire mm-hmm. now that we have sort of slapped around this systemic expansion that could have been crammed into the time skip anyway or used as a flashback the only time i'll say you could have done this in a flashback and have the character be better off forward instead of being some kind of idiot. Like, if you decided... Like, we know. We know, Quiche, that this was a thing that you came up with long after you did the time skip, right? This was just some idea that you came up with to make... (laughs) Because, I don't know. Because there's a type of reader out there who loves the idea of this bullshit. I don't understand that person at all. But there's a type of reader out there who likes what you have introduced. I understand that that reader is out there. In the same way, I sort of understand the notion of alien life. Like, okay, I get it. It's out there. It's just it's It has likely. to exist. We don't know what form it's going to be. Maybe it's like Solaris, and it's just a living planet of psychic goop. That likes stats. <laughs> that likes stats. Sure, maybe this, maybe this does exist, right? But if you want... But if this is as basic, if this is elementary, as you come to explain that it is when people talk about it, and you want me to believe that our boy here, Naruto, (laughs) is at all credible, right? That he is... That he is as talented or that he is as um, competent, that he knows what he's doing. That he's a bad mama jama. That he's a bad mama jama. This would have been a perfect opportunity for you to have had him learn about this way, way the fuck long ago. During the time skip, you could have a flashback to sometime during the time skip. You could have a flashback to before the time skip. This could have been a lesson a lesson from Kakashi Sensei, who's like, oh yeah, so all three of you are way the fuck too young and, you know, like novice level. To be even thinking about being able to change your chakra's nature. But eventually... But I'm the least responsible adult in the room, so let's hop to it. Yeah. Or, like, eventually this is a thing that you'll be able to do. And then the arc... You could even have the training arc. Okay, cool. This is a thing that I'm now going to learn how to do. (laughs) I've always known about this. It's now a thing that... It is really strange. Like, all of our main characters are warriors. Like, you know, constant life or death situations. And I'm just sort of left to assume that the Chojis and Chentens are doing whippets behind a dumpster instead of learning this change in nature shit. Did I fucking tell you about that one dude? When we were on our way back from Philly and we were riding the R back, like all the way back from Times Square, and there was just a dude pulling (laughs) this unlimited number of paint cans out of a fucking... Out of a fucking bag. He must Amazing. have done a fucking dozen of those things. And he just nodded <laughs> off in between each one. And I thought, oh god, is he dead this time? <laughs> no, he prepared the bulk size bag. It was huge. It, it was this like... bottomless bag of, I, I don't know if it was whipped cream or uh, spray, spray paint. paint. I think it was spray paint. paint. That is... No, maybe it was compressed air. 
No, it was spray paint. I don't remember what it was, but I know that, like, he, dead to fucking rights, this man should not have been alive by the time we got to 95th. Yeah, yeah he kept, like, dying for, like, 10 minutes, and then he would get up again and do another flip it. <laughs> so what do you think of, uh, introduced at the same time as all this change in nature business, the Akatsuki comedy duo of the hour? They're great. It feels like we got a better version of the wavelength he was sort of going for when Sasori and Deidara were palling around. Oh yeah, those two kind of dumb. This guy, fantastic. These these two guys, fucking phenomenal. Just, just like jerk show shit. They're just two pricks. <laughs> just complete pricks. These pretzels are making him thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is sort of a... Smart, but not smart. He thinks he is greed sack. The other one is in Heaven's Gate. Just <laughs> in Heaven's Gate, has... and it gives him superpowers. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, geez, I might join if I could pull that nonsense off. He also does. It's worth noting that one of them does basically get the best physical comedy in the series so far. Oh, yes, absolutely. Because his gimmick is... He can't he, die. He can't die, but he definitely feels pain. <laughs> and like, boy, howdy, does he feel pain. I just remember there was one line after he got ambushed. He was like, ah, oh, do you have to stick it so far in? <laughs> I enjoyed uh, Hidan was the cultist, and Kakazu was the greed sack. It was the greed dude who's really old and can detach his limbs, right? Yeah, yeah. Hidan and Kakazu. Cool. Right, yeah, yeah, all right. I was having a hard time encoding those guys' names, as much as I enjoyed them. It happens, it happens. If you were to look just strictly at what they do and don't achieve, you would be tempted to call them ancillary to the plot, the main point where we're headed, and you would be absolutely right. And because of my united Naruto theory, that may be why they rule. <laughs> All right, so here's, here's a question that I've got, um, and it's kind of important. I don't actually remember what they were out doing when Shikamaru and company came and found them. They were at a temple or something. Oh, they were um, committing uh, hate crimes against the Order of Monks. To what end? There was a bit of a comedy dialogue where they're like, you think it'll be here? Like, I don't know, they're important guys. They're just going to keep wiping villages until we find the next one. I kind of appreciate their basic strategy was to go through the land of fire and just start killing people until the Nine Tails showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Which, strictly speaking... He did. He did. Eventually he did. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I just appreciate that a lot more than the Itachi fingers drumming together like, wheels within wheels within wheels. You are but tiny spiders caught up in the web of how cool me and my teleporting are. <laughs> oh, I'm behind you. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> they get to off a named character with the whole awesome a bit. Named. <laughs> named character. Dude who had not really shown up in any capacity for a good long while. You know what it felt like? It felt kind of like the killing off of Hiroshi Sato from, uh, from Legend of Korra. Like, I was going to say like they needed to kill someone, so let's like, let's kind of just plumb the depths of like name characters who people remember but haven't shown up in long enough that it wouldn't actually affect anything. I was going to be meter and say that it felt like Ponce on Clone High. 
<laughs> Just Shikamar holding him. Fox, no! I'm not Kennedy! I'm not accustomed to tragedy! He loved littering. <laughs> if you haven't watched Clone High, you should. I don't know why you've possibly been able to avoid it up to now. It's kind of part of the pop culture lexicon. It's the reason the Lego movie exists. It's kind of kind of wacky like that. <laughs> but yeah, these two <laughs> evil dickheads come in and I appreciate them. They're great. And they're gone too early. Too, because they're introduced in this span of 70 chapters and they're gone, both of them, by the end of it. I think. I think they're both gone. They're both murderized. Do consider how long a batch of content 30 chapters like maybe they just don't overstay their welcome there are very simple ideas it could, could be but this thing is 700 chapters long fair fair i guess you uh do you want more of them and less you chi ha i will not stop yes <laughs> yes, brooding. yes i absolutely want more of them and less you chi ha brooding <laughs> he started to <laughs> uh anyway they come in with their powers that aren't even vaguely related to the change of nature well okay Maybe that's not quite fair. One of them, because of his powers that are unrelated to the whole change of nature system, can use multiple chakra natures. It tells me that as soon as he jumped into the system, like, oh, this is kind of limiting. <laughs> Whatever. What nature was the power that allowed him to use multiple natures? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Wanna explain that with your science? If you want to be annoyed... I was actually curious about this, like the shadow possession thing, etc. All this shit has nothing to do with that, right? Yeah. They don't have explanation for all of it. But for the expansion and shadow thing, they said that within the element wheel, I don't know if this comes later, if it's errata or some shit, Mm -hmm. but within the element wheel, there's also light, dark, jutsu application. No, there isn't. (laughs) No, there fucking isn't. Within the wheel? Fuck you. Show me where. Show me where. I want you to point. <laughs> oh man, never fall into Nen Envy. <laughs> Good fucking god. It's a very particular thing. Okay, so Shikimaru gets a little uh revenge thing. Our fucking I'll... boy. There's a shot. Actually, let me make a wider point here, just in the arc of these two. Mm-hmm. Kishimoto gender watch. <laughs> He gets two strikes this time around. He gets two strikes this time around. One smaller than the other. So the teeny tiny one is just the introduction of another one of those tailed beast hosts. Mm-hmm. She's like, this time I've got you both in. I'm like, oh, you've been brought here to job, haven't you? Oh, so there's three because I forgot about that one. Okay, so so there's that one. She basketball. <laughs> <laughs> she gets basketball. She gets dunked on. So that happens. I don't even remember her name. I think it's introduced at some point. I don't remember it. I think her name is Pinata. It's a cat, I think. Because she's hung up and stuff comes out. Anyway, the second one. The second one. Then there's this Kuranai business. The Kuranai. Okay, so there's a third one too, but like, yeah, yeah. Talk about the Kuranai business. So the Kuranai business is really funny to me and it might be my fault maybe the baby thing was mentioned earlier whatever i was reading this i'm i'm a relatively attentive reader okay their love is sort of swiped at he gets the fuck murdered out of him it comes to her i'm like oh shit she's gonna be our rotating jonin slot person okay 
Roaring Rampage of Revenge. I could get into this here. Barefoot and pregnant. (laughs) 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 Ain't doing nothing, no how. (laughs) Not for the rest of this goddamn fucking comic. I I wish that a man could come. (laughs) Okay. So Kur and I bitched out. Then, I think I remember the third strike now. Which is? Because the third strike is fucking majestic. Because they tried to strategize against these two. And Ido says, okay, so I have my instant win. No, body. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and Shikamaru just lists out reasons that what she needs to do is go home and watch this fight on DVR. <laughs> because evidently, Kishimoto cannot let anyone that has worn heels in their lifetime <laughs> win a fight against anyone that does not. Chio, notwithstanding. Maybe that's why we love Granny Chio. Maybe that's why we love Granny Chio. You know, for for the record, Sakura got some pretty good credibility in in that particular arc. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that she's present for the latter half of this fight. Yeah, she's really in a sports commentary seat in this one. She's She is there. She's, uh, she is on Team Taz. Her attendance is in. I think she is told to go and assist Shikamaru, who has already won the fight by the time she gets there to help him. <laughs> it's like cheating. Like, yeah, she does something. This is true, technically. But her, uh, sensor ninja powers seem to be replaceable by the others paying attention. It's brutal out here. <laughs> it's, it is, it is cold out here in Kishimoto Gender Watch. Anyway, our score of this episode for that is three. We got three hits three, this time. Three hits. All right. There so, might have been like a fourth that I just wasn't paying attention to. These guys basically get three fights. The two Akatsuki guys. They have um their enhancement talent squash match against the um tailed beast lady. Then there's a uh, closer but still just shutout game against uh, Asuma's squad. Asuma, those two Chonin, they have names. They showed up at one point. They... Back when the art style looked more interesting. They come from another era of designs, I'm afraid. Mm. And then we have our, our, our showdown against our actual named former children of relevance. Oh man, Choji didn't get to do shit either, huh? I think he caught him once. He he rolled. He rolled. You no, know, no, he he inflates and rolls. And you know, like, good for him. <laughs> At least he got to do it instead of the second she suggested it. No, shut up. You're wrong. <laughs> I never want to hear you say some <laughs> dumb shit like that again. Shikamaru gets another highlight reel moment out of all of this. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed blowing the dude the fuck up and burying him so he won't be able to put himself back to fucking gather. And there's just the face promos in this stretch when Sasuke is not involved are really good. Oh, they're fantastic. And Shikamaru's just I don't believe in your dumb god right now. I'm your god now. And I'm judging you. (laughs) All of that. Great. Fantastic shit. Naruto reappearing and saying this is my show now. Great. Naruto at his best 
basically refuses to acknowledge that this is a comic about ninjas. <laughs> Hi, it's me, the guy who's about to kick your ass. I just wanted you to see me before I did it. It's just a fucking light side Gary Oak thing. And you know what? There's... There's appeal. There, there's appeal. The fact that he showed up, said, this is my show, and then actually proceeded to kick the guy's ass. There's credibility there. I almost wish that his behavior in the whole sort of Sasuke re- reunion kind of moments was more like, hey, fuck nuts, you're going home, or getting the luggage, or am I carrying you there? <laughs> it would have had more to it than the somber reflections Sasuke. of reflections lost in the dew. I guess I don't like the gravity well around Sasuke's. Other characters change around him, and it's dumb. It's corny. Corny is maybe a better term. It's fucking corny. It is Max Corns. But yeah, uh, the actual arrangement of these fights is uh, largely pretty fun. Yeah. Kishimoto has no desire to add pathos to them, so we're spared flashbacks as well. That was great. That was so great. I love <laughs> that I don't know either of their backstories beyond what like they kind of offhandedly tell us. Yeah, we don't get Ado, the Heaven's Gate member, whipping himself as a small boy, saying, I wish we were a kinder church. And now the darkness is in me. And then there, there's the, uh, the the mercenary guy, you know, mentions that he knew the first Hokage because he's been around forever, right? And so we do not get a flashback no. to the first Hokage teaching him, but he has conflicts. I don't know, first. Sometimes I think money's all that matters in this world. My name isn't first. <laughs> what are you talking about, first? <laughs> oh, first, you're so funny. <laughs> They don't do that, and I enjoy that. I, I did too. As far as the gimmick powers go, they just had fun ones, like the self-damage thing is amusing. Mm-hmm. The four hearts thing is silly as shit. Five. five right, hearts. the five hearts thing is silly as shit. But I like the mask things that come out from it. And Those are cool. The, the, the fights were cool whenever they did not include the talk about change of natures. Like, oh man. This was a new unit in your math class. After Kakashi snuck up on him and hit him with that thing, it's almost like he felt like he had to, like, sneak it in, like, a guitar solo in an improv set. Just like, oh, uh, shit, I forgot. By the way, um, this worked on him because the lightning overcomes Earth. Yeah. Sweet. We good? We Gucci? I, there was a little bit of eyes glazing over whenever shit like that happened, but otherwise it was good stuff. Yeah. Okay, at the end of this span of chapters. Yeah. We get our little Sasuke arc. Which I think continues through the next span of chapters as well. Oh, yes. Um, a lot more of um, Orochimaru doing random gross things, which I always will sign on for. Yeah. Also, the last of Orochimaru doing random gross things because yeah. <laughs> he loses a psychic battle, battle with Sas in his dark head zone space. And again, I'd like, here's the thing if he hadn't lost, right? If the manga had continued on with him. We had already reached the end of his interest as a character, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, we knew exactly what he wanted, right? His goals were no longer mysterious. And it was either, well, he's either going to get it or not. And in this case, he's going to fucking get it. Boy, did he get it. So, I don't necessarily... um mind that he is uh, ganked when he is. Man, is he ganked. 
dude just fucking. You it know, was that's... a more convincing rendition of of Sasuke being a cool guy now than all the stuff that came before. It. Being a fucking ninja now, besides the stuff that came before it. He that actually ambushed a dude guy while he was in his bed. Yes, that seems like a good application of you know the art form of what you're supposed to be doing as a ninja. All of these protracted fights? No, no, stab them, stab them in their <laughs> sleep. It's a better method. See, um, Orochimaru has a dimension of crusted over people inside of himself. For all the fucking good it did him. <laughs> that was over pretty soon. Might not be a renewable resource, I guess. Mm-mm. And then uh, then he goes and finds a couple of dudes after that. There's Oh, he's trying to build the a- his own A-team now. I, I, like, I don't know how I feel about it yet. I know that the uh, that the Mist Village kid is kind of is, is, is he's amusing. He has amusing dialogue. He's amusing so far. Karen's thing feels like is Karen her name? Whatever. Kareem. Kareem. Kareem's thing feels like the kind of gag that would last two chapters, but we're going to have for some time. We are now at as of three fifty, exactly at the halfway point of Naruto. Hachimachi. Which means given that she was introduced in, like, 348 or something, that she will have been in the majority of this story. And the other guy um, is just the biological source of the curse mark stuff, which is just... That's kind of neat. Yeah, it's a cool idea. I, yeah. I know. He, yeah, I kind of like fun. that. He's fun. I like the way he draws his appendage things. It doesn't feel like he's lazing out. Cough, clay birds, cough. <laughs> I, uh... What's his name? Datara? Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to say he's kind of at the bottom of uh, bottom tier for Akatsuki for me. Oh, wow. When we're further along, we'll be able to rank them even. That'll be a party. We've already met like five or six of them, right? I think there's eight. Yeah, and I guess Orochimaru was in it at one point. Nine? Until evidently he was canonically bitched out by Itachi. Was it the plant guy, right? Like, there's a plant guy who showed up real briefly. There's the... That one lady who does... I, I I don't know. She gets introduced real late. And then, oh, she has paper powers. Okay. It's the origami versus the grass whistling thing, oh, okay? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> uh, and paint, right? Those are the three... I don't know. Maybe he liked Read or Die. I still need to watch it. Mm. So stupid. So, yeah. So, origami lady, plant dude, and pain seem to be the three that we have not really gotten to know too amazing well am i missing anyone You're no about right Kasame. shark boy well we've seen him yeah oh yeah but you say but we're listening now but are you missing anyone um yeah we don't know much of the toby dude yet i guess oh yeah and toby i mean i know about the toby dude oh yeah 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 it's uh, it's it's kind of hard to avoid we'll see how he treats that little drama i on some level wonder almost appreciate for someone who serves that kind of dramatic role bring him in as a deadpool man <sighs> it's risky it's risky i at least appreciate it as as enterprising it's an attempt to pull the rug out certainly i'm going to have to forget when reading stuff with toby that i know what i know mm-hmm. and i'm going to have to ask is this bullshit an eternal question of the human condition because man does quiche like writing twists that x was y the entire time 
and really, really wants us to believe that this had been the plan from the start. But Kish, you are no Hajime Isayama. It gets rough out there. It gets rough out there. And we're on Operation Itachi next. So buckle up, buckaroo. Oh, God. All right. Are we at the end here? We are at the end of this stretch of chapters. Highlight, Hidan Kakazu, Nuttery, Lowlight. Actually, no. Highlight is a Shikamaru finish to that fight. The Shikamaru finish was fucking based. The Lowlight was the sound that my brain made when he said the words change in nature. And I looked at the next page and there was a diagram with five symbols on his side. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a pretty close approximation of what that sound was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What Chaco Nature is a large shuriken? One of the tryhards on Instagram or Twitter or whatever is going to say Earth. I fucking hate all of you. Except I love all of you for all listening. Of all of you and you listeners. To you, our show. You fantastic listeners out there. Yeah, we look. And to that one guy who was hate listening for mispronunciations of Uchiha. I appreciate you too. You add color to a dull world, and at least you're not a fucking chud, so <laughs> Godspeed. You know what? You know what? I wish more people contained all their wrong to anime. Be wrong about anime. Fine. Have your bad take. I want you to. I really do. It's it's honestly part of the culture of Weebda. <laughs> it's bad fucking takes about Weebda. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is Weebo Hell, back in action, back at it like a crack addict, etc. Screw you, Eric Adams. Screw you, Eric Adams. F12, it's Weebo Hell, it's Weebo Hell. It's Weebo Hell. It's Weebo Hell.